This is TechCrunch. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is TechCrunch. Here's your daily crunch. Uber confirmed on Thursday that it's responding to a cybersecurity incident after reports claimed a hacker had breached its internal network. The ride-hailing giant discovered the breach on Thursday and has taken several of its internal communications and engineering systems offline while it investigates the incident, according to a report by the New York Times, which broke news of the breach. Uber said in a statement given to TechCrunch that it's investigating a cybersecurity incident and is in contact with law enforcement officials, but declined to answer additional questions. The sole hacker behind the breach, who claims to be 18 years old, told the Times that he compromised Uber because the company had weak security. The attacker reportedly used social engineering to compromise an employee's Slack account, persuading them to hand over a password that allowed them access to Uber's systems. Shortly before the Slack system was taken offline on Thursday afternoon, Uber employees received a message that read, I announce I am a hacker and Uber has suffered a data breach, the Times reports. The hacker also reportedly said that Uber drivers should receive higher pay. In a statement given to TechCrunch, Chris Evans, hacker one CISO and chief hacking officer, said the company is in close contact with Uber's security team, have locked their data down, and will continue to assist with their investigation. Meanwhile, the Federal Trade Commission is looking into the complex and potentially unfair economics and policies of the gig economy for deceptive, unfair, and otherwise unlawful acts and practices. Whether it's forced arbitration, labor misclassification, or algorithmic pay and job distribution, the agency says it will go after any dubious tactics that hurt workers. To be clear, a statement of policy like that issued today is not a new rulemaking or law. It is what it sounds like, but you might think about it more as a statement of priorities. The FTC has been aware of and indeed working against unfair labor practices in the gig economy for years. The salad days of exploitation, as of so many things, was before the pandemic even. But today's circumstances and the particular pro-labor interests of this administration and FTC Chair Lena Khan mean it has climbed up the old to-do list by a few notches. 
and Launch House, a community-oriented startup that has built a brand around launching ideas out loud, is in the middle of a controversy after a Vox investigation surfaced multiple sexual assault and harassment allegations. Some existing investors in the startup and its venture fund have issued public statements supporting the alleged victims and denouncing the alleged behavior described by Vox in its article about Launch House. Launch House, meanwhile, confirmed to TechCrunch via spokeswoman that it is launching an independent, third-party investigation through a retained law firm. Earlier this week, CEO Brett Goldstein published a public memo in response to the allegations. In the statement, Goldstein noted a number of initiatives that the company had taken, including moving into new houses outfitted with more state-of-the-art security systems, implementing more formal background checks, and rolling out official scholarships and channel partnerships to increase diversity of our membership. By the sheer number of people that launch house works with, the impact of the startup's controversy has had ripple effects across the startup ecosystem. Some expressed feeling blindsided, while others felt like their own positions were misrepresented. And now let's find out what's going on in the world of startups. This morning, Kahoot, the Norwegian startup that provides a popular platform for people to build and use education-focused games, announced that General Atlantic is buying out SoftBank's entire 15% stake in the company. SoftBank is exiting at a loss. The firm sunk at least $215 million into the company in the last several years. However, 15% of Kahoot's current market cap works out to about $152 million. The deal comes as Kahoot, like many Many other tech companies continues to feel the pinch of the general downturn in technology stocks and the wider technology market. And Intuitive Machines is going public. The company, which is developing lunar landers and other tech to enable exploration of the moon, said Friday it would list on the NASDAQ after merging with a special-purpose acquisition company, SPAC. Intuitive Machines, which was founded over nine years ago and is based in Houston, will merge with Inflection Point Acquisition Corp. Once the merger is complete, the combined value of the company will be about $815 million. Finally, Polywork is a venture-backed startup that is building a professional network to help people express their multi-hyphenated work lives. In other words, if you're a reporter who also podcasts, wants to write a book, and would love to one day help teach at a university, Polywork wants to give you a place to express that. And according to CEO and founder Peter Johnston, the name purposely sounds like a verb that kind of works. Polywork announced today that it has raised $28 million in Series B funding, co-led by former GitHub CEO Nat Friedman and Caffeinated Capital. Other investors also participated in the round, including Instacart CEO Fiji Simo and the founders of Instacart, Stripe, Lyft, Clubhouse, Lattice, Minted, and Divi Homes. That's all for today. For more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.